Welcome to the Socially Unfiltered Podcast, where we'll be taking you along for our deep dives and doom scrolls through social media, entrepreneurship, and pop culture. We're your hosts, Lex and Veronica, and together we're looking at everything through an unfiltered lens on the things that shape our everyday lives and society. So grab a drink and get ready to explore the uncharted territories of online trends, share candid conversations, and uncover the stories behind the headlines. This is the Socially Unfiltered Podcast. <laughs> well, together we balance each other out. Yeah, I mean, I did see stuff about like the Matt Rife thing. I saw. I didn't. See no, the these were all just thing. like random things that I've been meaning to like either send to you or like ask if you knew about. So I figured, what better mm-hmm. place for them than an episode? I love learning with the crew. The group. I almost said crew and group at the same time. It was crew. like rule. The crew. <laughs> We've been talking about Mean Girls too much. I love learning with the croup. That's what you guys are now. You're the croup. The croup. <laughs> Isn't that like a disease? I'm pretty sure croup is like a sickness. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to be sick if you listen to us. So. <laughs> it does actually kind of fit. Sick and twisted. Aren't we all? A yes. little bit. Welcome to today's episode. It's been a while since we've done pop culture updates. Yeah. It really has. I feel like it's been a while since we've done anything. It's been a while since I had brushed my hair, <laughs> knew where all of my stuff was. Yeah, it'd be like that. It do be like that. Yeah, let's talk about some things that have been happening. These are mostly things that I have been dying to talk about <laughs> and haven't sent to Veronica yet. So <laughs> put them all into an episode and just Yum. whatever kind of pops up along the way. We're excited to just chat. But before we start, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Socially Unfiltered Pod. And let's get into it. Yeah. That's it. Let's get into it. Okay. So have <laughs> you said that you've seen this one. You've seen the yeah. TikTok, the many faces of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with this guy. He's so fucking funny. I've seen it him like multiple times before so this. So funny. Yes, me um, too. I want to know who his social media manager is because he's reminding me a lot of um, Dr. Miami and I love yes. Santina, his social media manager. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a couple from him before. There's one that yeah. came out before the Matt Rife one that I want to just kind of like bring attention to because I feel like it's a good talking point. Um, but I kind of went on a dive and it seems like it's him. Like I think really? he is the one coming up with this content. He's the one – like maybe somebody else – like in there Posts helps him. It. Yeah, like edits it, whatever. But he seems to have had like a pretty significant TikTok presence before all of this started happening. So if you're not familiar, the TikTok account is Many Faces of Chicago. He's a plastic surgeon, I'm assuming based out of Chicago. And he posts these TikToks that are, in my opinion, funny. I can see how some people might not think they're that funny, especially if yeah. you're the people that they're about. <laughs> but <laughs> basically, the one that I think kind of took off, like last I saw, I think it was at like 17 million views. Mm-hmm. It's him. And it's still up, right? Yes, which I, I meant to download it just in case it did get deleted, but Basically, it's the trend where you're like skipping away after saying something like controversial or like funny, and it's the song that's like, I can hear. Yeah, play it. (laughs) Yeah. So in the video, it's him saying, 
again, he's a plastic surgeon. He says, whatever celebrity the sharpest jaw. He's not even a surgeon? He's not. Someone said, Matt Reif ruining his career over this when this guy isn't even his surgeon has me in tears. Well, yeah, so he's not Matt Reif's surgeon. surgeon, But yes, because I was like, wait a minute. I was like, no, I think he is. See, now that Um, was funny. (laughs) But yeah, no, he's not Matt Reif's surgeon. But that video says when you give your client the best jawline you've ever seen only for him to get canceled right after. And it's kind of referring to the fact that Matt Rife claims that there's been no plastic surgery, but like, yeah, that's a pretty chiseled jawline for no plastic surgery. But if you haven't heard, Matt Rife is kind of like on the verge of being canceled. He kind of already Dude. is canceled. He's made some very insensitive jokes about um, just not great groups of people that he should not be really making jokes Domestic about. Domestic violence. Yes, that kind of started it. And then he posted his quote-unquote apology, and it was a link to the helmet. So it was just in very poor taste. But that guy is not his surgeon. But that video is so fucking funny. because so good. Yes. And then the whole thing is Matt Rife commented on it being like, it's illegal to put people's medical information out just an FYI. And he deleted the comment. So now there's a bunch of back and forth, like, what did he mean by that? Why did he delete it? Because, like, he's right. Like, it is illegal. Yeah. HIPAA. But this surgeon never said his name. No. He said he He who shall not be named. Yes. That's just for you to assume. Yes. And then he has another one. So the other one of his, the many faces of Chicago guy that I wanted to talk about was there's one from a couple weeks ago, and it says – when everybody's favorite influencer tells them that gua sha slimmed their face. (laughs) And it's like, again, I feel like I always come back to this, but I'm like, social media can be so fake. And I had put on here, like it's huge in the fitness industry. Like people are going out and like getting lipo, they're getting BBLs and then being like, Mm -hmm. buy my booty workout plan and you'll look just like this. And it's like, "Mm, you really won't though. But that one was really funny too because I'm like, I love that he's capitalizing on something that without naming names is kind of harmless. Yeah. Like it's kind of harmless. It's like for you to assume who it's about and – Yes. It's all and fun. that's your problem if that's who you assume. Yeah. But it's funny. People are like, Matt Rife can't take a joke after all the stuff yes. that like he says. <laughs> and now I'm like, great. He's canceled before we get to see him because no. – we both literally are my him. shows next week. <laughs> Mine's in April, so who knows where well, he'll be got, by then? Yeah, you've got to hold out. For I mean, a he lot could longer. he could totally just rebound because I feel he like do every time someone gets canceled, like even Travis Scott, look at him. I know nobody Nobody's talks ever about really canceled Astro World. Like he's performing. People are like supporting him. Balenciaga. Everyone is supporting Balenciaga again. Everyone's wearing it again. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just the hot thing in the moment to focus on. And then when the next thing comes up, we just focus on that. I mean, it's like we forget all about it. Yeah. Yep. People will just forget. And this is just how pop culture works. Like, we're always on to the next thing. Like, no one's even talking about Ariana and Tom Sandoval anymore. You know? No. It's not relevant. No. And that was like, what the hugest scandal of the summer mm-hmm. and it's a few months later and yeah. nobody's really talking about it no 
But no, that's exactly how pop culture works. And that's, again, I'm not saying that the joke that he made is okay. It's actually like no. really not okay. People make mistakes. They make jokes that yeah. go too far. And Comedians have always taken things too far. And it's yes. like, I don't know. I think that's just how every comedian is. They try to push mm-hmm. it and push it and see how far they can go. And, mm-hmm. and he pushed it pretty far. I, I think the hard thing with him is like he blew up on TikTok. Like he was a nobody and nothing was happening for him until he got onto TikTok. And then he blew up because women were obsessed with him because he was like beautiful. And all he did is crowd work. Mm-hmm. And then once like shows came out and he's like starting to sell shows, he's making jokes that are like catered to men. And it's like they're not your That's audience not your and audience. they're not there. It's all women. So like the jokes he makes offend women because they're all about women because yes. it's supposed to be like funny for guys. That's his material. Yeah. And then he's like mad about having a female audience now. Like I saw him saying like – yeah. Oh, I'm like so sick of having like females as my audience and mm-hmm. it's just because like I'm pretty like it's not fun being pretty and funny and like blah, like yeah. just complaining about it and it's like dude what did you expect <laughs> to happen room. and you like got veneers you like got allegedly well, that's what surgery was, but he yeah didn't get that's veneers. what I was gonna that's say like is confirmed. like let's not give TikTok all of the credit here it's the fact that he got hot yeah like it just is yes. what it is he became better looking because he was on wild and out for years yeah like he was doing this for a long time and that's yeah like it it was after he had the money to invest into some aesthetic procedures and there's no hate against that and I mean I hate even saying that like I don't feel great about saying like oh the hotter you are the more people will pay attention to you because but that's what happened with him and that's I get because I did see that too and I don't remember if this I don't remember if what I'm about to say was him saying it specifically or if it was somebody like talking about the situation. But basically they were like the whole domestic violence joke was to try to get women off of his side. Like he wants to drive away a majority of his women based Mm -hmm. audience, which like I don't know at that point it's like I don't know lean into it. Even if it's not what you love doing, like lean into it for a little while. Make fun of but, guys. Like I don't understand. Yeah, make yeah. There's so much you could say about a man. <laughs> There's unlimited oh material. Yeah. Honestly, I just want to be the judge. I hate to be like, oh, I'm supporting him and going to his show after that. Yes. Like I hate to be that person, but like I already bought the tickets. And I honestly Same. want to just see what it's like in person because I think it's easy to just look at like the Netflix special or look at mm-hmm. clips on TikTok and assume something or like what it's really – but like it's like call her daddy. Like I was watching the clips after I went and I'm like there was so much more that like was behind this and like it's just different being at a concert mm-hmm. versus seeing clips, being at a show versus seeing clips of it. So I just like I want to be the judge and like see what it's really like. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. See it I myself, agree. you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll report back because you're going next week, mm-hmm. which it'll be the episode. Yeah, a few days after this episode goes live, and then I'm going in mm-hmm. April. So we'll have your take on it and see if mine is any different or if it's the same. <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay, now I need to know if you do you know who Sabrina Carpenter is? Yeah. I know who she is. I don't, like, listen to her or anything, but I know who she is. Yeah. So I could not tell you one single song by her. I have 
no idea where she came from. I know what she looks like. I think she has a ton of viral songs, though. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen it on, like, TikTok and stuff. And I remember her being the girl that was in the whole drama with Olivia Rodrigo with her. Yeah, Olivia and Josh were, like, um, they were filming, like, the high school musical. Musical? The, like, reboot of it or whatever. And then they started dating, and then they were, like, in this breakup and still had to film and stuff. But... Yeah, he started dating Sabrina, I guess, and it was, like, all this drama on TikTok. This was, like, in 2021, so. Oh. Yeah, it was, like, two years ago now. (laughs) So the only thing that I really know about Sabrina Carpenter and what I wanted to ask you if you've seen is Sabrina Carpenter does this thing where at the end of her show, no matter where she is on her tour, she writes a different, like, jingle, I guess, is what it would be called. As the outro of each show, and she always makes it rhyme with either the city or the state that she's in, and she does it at every stop on her tour. So all I know of Sabrina Carpenter are these videos that go viral after all of her shows. I don't know if you've ever seen them. I put a link on here, and we can share it too when um, this episode goes up, but it's like a compilation of like 20 of them. Is this her changing, sorry, is this her changing her songs or she's just like doing this randomly? It's how she closes her concert. Like she okay. does the so concert. Is like her talking or does she sing this? Lit, open that Reddit page and just click play and listen to like one or two of them. It's always to the same tune, but the words change. And that's why I'm like, I don't know if that's like a part of her song that she's just like improving. Oh, okay. Cute. Do you That's see fun. what I mean? It's cute yeah. and it's fun. And it's and by cute, I mean like apparently she's very – I don't want to use the word like raunchy because I feel like that's not right. But like when I read some of these, it'll make sense. But to me, she looks very like Disney-esque. Like I was expecting mm-hmm. like a Disney performance, not the things that she's singing about. So in some, okay, this was one of my favorite ones for Philly. It says, can you warm me up? I'm super chilly. I'm a bank you account. You got to sing it. Uh, you want me to sing can it? Can you God. warm me up? I'm super chilly. I'm a I'm bank, a bank account. account. boy. You should tell <laughs> me. You know I got a special love special for Philly. Philly. Aren't they cute? Like it's, yeah, I like mean, that. and by cute, I mean like she's literally saying fill me up like a bank account, but like. <laughs> or like the other one where it's like you say I'm a slut well if the shoe fits I don't have this number baby who baby, is this I only park my, car, park in my Massachusetts. car in Massachusetts I should have let you sing that one <laughs> but she said if you listen to that one in the video she says car like she said I park my car in Massachusetts oh, yeah but I love them so much like they're so yeah, cute. cute and like it's again by cute I mean like I f- it's fucking cool of her to do that not that it's Maybe like oh you won't you date me but your dad yeah. will goodbye that's the nashville one tonight i will be drinking who's got advil did you know i wrote this song in nashville but like that's people so go nuts for it and the funny thing is there was one in new york city and it was her birthday and she goes to sing it and she's like it's my fucking birthday i don't have to and then she's like blah 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 like literally just like doesn't actually sing one and everybody was like i was so sad when she skipped over new york city but like it's her birthday i get it but it's like yeah. become her like signature thing and it's been in my about that every time oh my i know that's why i'm like it's three lines it's got to be quick but 
Yeah. It's got to be a lot. And that's why I'm like, I don't, I wonder if it I mean, started. She's a songwriter. So, like, I guess right. it's not that hard. For us, it's like, right. uh. I'm like, uh, I don't know how to use words. I don't know what I would say. But I just think they're so cool. And it's become just like such a cool thing that makes her go viral after every single concert without her having to do literally any work. You know who else that happens to? Kelsey Ballerini. Okay, so I don't know a lot about her, and I feel like everybody does. I'm like, what is the like gossip with her? I don't know anything. Um, I just know she's she a singer. Like a cra- she went through a crazy divorce this year, like nine months ago. Um, you should listen to the Call Her Daddy episode because that's what it, like really made she talks aware about of it. it. I mean, she started dating Chase Stokes, so that was like right after her divorce, and everyone was like. I don't know, just like saying all these crazy stuff and comparing her to Madeline Klein and like all this stuff, mm. whatever, because they were still filming Outer Banks. And then she went on Call Her Daddy and talked about like her divorce and how like he was just like awful to her. And she lived in this penthouse. So that's her album that came out. She had an EP and then she had an album come out, Penthouse. I mean, literally one of the lyrics is like plain house in a penthouse. Yeah. Like you're just like pretending and like living this like life because she got married so young to him they got Mm. married after like six or nine months of knowing each other and she was like 23 damn so she was young and then just got divorced like last year she was 29 so she just went on call her daddy was like talking about that was just recently dating chase and then now she was just back on call her daddy and i just listened to it i watched it because it was so cute she was in nashville and like went to her hometown and it was so cute and just seeing like her change in those nine months like she is thriving and i will never skip over a video like all of her videos on tiktok i'm like you're a fucking queen she keeps blowing up all of her concerts because she's changing the lyrics in her and like she's also getting stronger throughout like you can tell in the beginning she was like crying singing this Mm -hmm. and then she was like on her knees for one of the songs and then like after a while she was like standing up and not crying and then it's i kissed someone new last night and now i don't know where you're sleeping baby and then she changed it to, I kissed someone new last night, and now I don't care where you're sleeping, baby. Yes, that's what I saw. And I was she, like, like I, ran was like and kissed Chase. Lyric. Yes. She would, like, run and kiss him. And then, I don't know, just, like, other stuff she did for the new album was just, like, you just watched her kind of evolve and, like, yeah. heal herself, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Just, like, watching her on this tour just start healing more and more. But I love her. She's, like, one of the – Honestly, only girl country singers I like. Well, that's I what I was like going to say. I was like, I'm, I remember you saying one time before that you like really liked her. I was like, that's weird not to like her, but because you just like don't like stuff like that. Yeah, no, I love her. And probably like um, Shania Twain, like oh. obviously OG. Uh, I don't really listen to Carrie Underwood. I mean, I love her, but girl country singers are just like not for me. Yeah, I really don't. I don't know, don't. but I love Kelsey. She's just, like, real. I feel like we'd be good friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we invite just her listening, on the pod? Yeah, just listening <laughs> to her on, like, the Call Her Daddy podcast. And then she was came out on the tour in Nashville. That's where I saw that, too. And she said something about, like, I've always wanted to flip people off, but yeah. I can't because I'm mm-hmm. only a little whatever. Also, little I'm wild. so mad that – Alex didn't go out in Boston the night I saw her first show. It was like her opener. But she had like – I forget where she went right after that. Oh, she went to Canada 
I think Toronto. Mm. But I was like, you went out in like all these other cities. Like she would like, like why didn't you bar. come out with us? And they would like post what bar she'd be at after the show. Yeah, but I'm like, that's your like town. You like where everything started in Boston. Yeah. You got to come out. But she didn't. So maybe she had a tight schedule. It's just like funny seeing. I don't know some of the stuff that. Because it was like kind of skits and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just funny to think that it was like done again and again and again. Because I'm like the stuff that like they would say or like the games that they play, like the fact that they have to do that over and over. And like, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's like, very funny scripted. to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he comes out, when her fiance comes out and he has to like say what he loves about her. And I'm like, does he change it every time or does he – Keep it the same. I remember saying to you, I'm like, that's not what I expected it to be. Like, I thought it was going to be her, like, live recording an episode. Yeah. So I listened to the episode before. Like, I didn't listen to the most recent episode before she started tour. But I guess the two previous episodes before she started tour, especially the Sunday, like, session that she did, mm-hmm. she talked about what to expect. Like, she was like, gotcha. Daddy, this isn't going to be me fucking sitting in a chair and having a guest and, like, doing a podcast. She's like, we have costumes. We have music. We have dancing. We have choreography. We have dancers. Like, she talked about – she's like, Lauren's coming. So it was – like, it was a surprise to us that Lauren was coming. Like, me and my friend Lex went – and she was like, I bet Lauren's here. I'm like, oh, yeah, she has to be here. But we thought yeah. she was like the surprise guest when we didn't listen to the episode before that. Right. And she was just there. But then she brought out another guest, which Hannah Burner was the guest and I was living. And so we many just people don't got, like her. Oh, my God. Literally, Shannon and I just got tickets to her show here next month. I'm excited. Well, it's because of that show she was on, right? That reality show. People yeah, and like you know what's so funny is, Jamie, if you're listening to this, thank you for being the one to keep me informed on this. <laughs> I asked her because she watches like all of the Bravo shows and it was Summer yeah. House that she was on and I've never watched any of that. And Jamie said one day, like I can't remember what we were talking about, but yeah, apparently on the show she was very like boy crazy and like mm-hmm. crying a lot about just like boy drama and stuff and just made her kind of like unbearable or unlikable, which is so weird to me to think because I've never seen a single scene from that show. So I'm like, it's so funny to me to see the girl who's like making these TikToks now about like yeah. how much she hates men. I'm like, it is so wild to me to think she was on a yeah. reality show crying about a boy. Like it's just so out of character for me to think that. But yeah. or like the it's out of the character that I think she is. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've yeah, heard that a message me. They well. were like, oh, I feel bad for you that that was the guest. And I was like, what are you talking about? I fucking love her. Yeah. She's I was like, I don't feel funny. bad for me. And they're like, oh, you didn't watch Summer House. I'm like, no. Yeah. Which like it's so funny too. Even like, I don't know, going back to like the Sabrina Carpenter thing, like the way that you know somebody can like determine your entire – yeah. Vision on them. Like, I legit thought Sabrina Carpenter was like a Disney person. <laughs> and then I started hearing these things, and it's like, fill me up like a bank account. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I did not know she was like this. Meanwhile, I yeah. only know Hannah Burner from it started because she does a lot of work with another comedian that I like and listen to their podcast of, and they're like friends. And I was like, oh, I wonder like what content she makes. So I went to watch it because the girl that I knew was in it. I was like, wait, she's actually really funny. And then I found out that she was on a show. Like, I had no idea. 
It was funny. After the show, I saw her post a TikTok of like a show she did after the Boston Color Daddy show. And she said mm-hmm. the same joke that she did on the Color Daddy thing. And I was like, oh, man, you just reuse your jokes. But like, I can't I mean, expect every show to have new jokes. But I right. was just like laughing because I already heard that one. And she like did the worm too. That's her like signature thing. Was doing the worm. Is it? I guess she was doing it a lot in like yeah. videos I've seen. Well, in that one that you sent me, she's like, "Sorry, I know that was a lot." Yeah, she was like, "I don't know why I did that." <laughs> like same she girl. Was so funny. Yeah, I loved her. I literally videotaped like pretty much the whole thing. It was sending the entire Lex thing. videos yeah. of it, like the whole. Th- I'm like, I was basically you there. With me. Yeah. <laughs> basically there. You're here in spirit. My t- my two. Lex's um the next one you have is Squid Games <laughs> I haven't watched that so neither have I and I don't plan on it because it's just like not my thing did you Me watch either. like the actual show I tried to and I like same. could not get into it and I was this, I'm like this same. is dumb why are people like so obsessed with it I and, don't get I it I mean I don't know that's just my opinion so like don't get offended if you love it but I tried for like two or three episodes and I was like I just can't I didn't I literally watched maybe two episodes and I was like this is just not my jam but yeah they made a live version of it and it's half reality show half like survival show really so this is like real Yes. And so I haven't watched it either. Like I want to give a full disclaimer. I have not watched it. I don't plan on watching it because I'm just not really like a game show person like that or game reality show like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they may it's like real people and they're competing Wait, for four point five million dollars. How are they like shooting so, them though? And like No. So well, and it's so funny too because somebody was like explaining it to me and they were like, Well, they don't kill them, obviously. And I was like, Well, no shit. Like <laughs> it's not like they're not executing people out here but like in the show that's (laughs) what happens is you you die netflix is out here just assassinating (laughs) people left and right for telling you not finishing their cookie yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like where did all of those contestants from that show go netflix is like we have no idea like they're just gone ever since then but yeah i mean the show so again i haven't watched either of these so all of my information is just coming from like things I've read on Reddit and like other videos I've seen about it. So if I'm wrong about anything, somebody feel free to correct me. But basically in the first show, if you don't pass the challenge, you get killed. And yeah. it's for a lot of money. And apparently in the scripted show, it's about a bunch of rich people putting a bunch of poor people mm-hmm. in this competition for a bunch of money. Yeah. Which is exactly what it turned into in real life is just a bunch of people who are maybe not desperate to the point that they're like, I don't know, living on the street struggling, but these people are literally willing to die for $4.5 million. Like apparently a bunch of people had to be treated for hypothermia and frostbite. And there was, this is where, this was like the original reason of why I wanted to who talk about it. because the same people as the movie or the show? Or was it like... I have no idea because I know – I think if I'm not mistaken, Netflix was the one that made the scripted version of it, like just produced it. But I think it was like a book or something before that. So I'm not entirely sure, but it's Netflix that did the show too. Like they did That's both crazy. of them, the scripted and the reality. Um, 
but I heard this about it. It was an interview with one of the people that was on it. And he said that they were deprived of basic toiletries. Like they were given shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste. And like that was it. But in the toiletries that they were given were a bunch of condoms. Like why? Why? It's weird. It's a weird thing to include in there. But by – he said by day three, people were so desperate for chapstick that they were opening the condoms and using them like to get the lube off of them like as chapstick because the Netflix people just like weren't giving them – that and they were like we tried conditioner we tried soap like we tried everything that we had access to and eventually they used all of the condoms like all of the condoms were gone because they were taking the lubrication off of it so and i'm like isn't that so crazy like first of all why are condoms being supplied like yeah that's so i get that it's a reality show and that whatever might happen but like that's Weird. Apparently, Netflix did give them chapstick by day four, but like apparently they Great. were asking for it since day one. But it, 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 I feel like it sounds kind of dramatic because it's like, oh, it's chapstick. But like they were doing these challenges that, like, when you look at them, they're out in the cold, they're living in not ideal conditions. Like, imagine how annoying it would be to want chapstick and not have it for that long. Like, I'd lose my mind. They had to have signed like contracts oh, and things that are definitely. like you can't sue us and blah blah blah. It's kind of like McKimmy Manor or whatever it is is reminding me of mm-hmm. that. I'm not saying that I necessarily feel bad. <laughs> I kind of feel bad just because like that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. But you signed up for it, so it's like you you signed up for it, and everybody's like, oh, well, they didn't know what the working conditions would be like, and blah blah blah. I'm like, have you seen the show? Because right. I've never even seen the show, and I know that these people get killed if they like. Get eliminated. I mean, now I kind of want to see it just to see what's going on. Because I, I didn't know it was real people. Like, I just saw it and I was like, yes. oh, and now they're like, Squid Games, whatever. And I just mm-hmm. like scrolled by it. So I didn't know that it was like real people. I just wanted to talk about that because the condom part of it was That's crazy. Weird. But then also, like, it just sucks that these like game shows or even like cults prey on people that are in a very vulnerable position. Like all of these people want $4.5 million so much that they're literally willing to die. Like some of the challenges are like pushing Mm -hmm. them to the brink of like hypothermia, frostbite. Like these people could lose fingers, they could lose limbs, but they don't care because there's a potential for $4.5 million or like twin flames. Like they know these people are so desperate for their true love or their soulmate that they're Yes. Which is so funny because like if you do the research on what a twin flame is, like they're not good for you. Original thing about twin flames is like you're supposed to let the universe bring you together, not Mm -hmm. like force it or make somebody like love you or like force any type of interaction and make them love you. Like it's Mm -hmm. someone that's like inevitably if they're meant to be in your life and not everyone gets a twin flame apparently, but like if they're meant to be in your life, they'll be in your life and like it'll happen and you're trusting the universe. So like you're going against everything that yeah twin flames are about, but like your twin flame is not someone that's like good for you. (laughs) Like it's the toxic person right? that you're like, I can't get away from you, but you're bad for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not great for the people who, not to sound like a dick, but aren't strong enough to 
know that stuff like that isn't good for them. Like it's exactly like you said, like you should not be out searching for your own twin flame. The universe Mm -hmm. is supposed to cross your paths for you, but you're so desperate to find that love and that connection that you're like, I'll give you however much money you want. Just like tell me where to find them Mm -hmm. or tell me who it is. And that's – you watched the one documentary on it, right? Yeah. 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 To the point where there was like stalking and there was harassment. Yes. And they encouraged people to go back. Oh, Mm -hmm. like you just just need to prove to them that like – you're their twin flame and they're like leave me alone like stop texting me like it's like Mm -hmm. getting to be a concerning behavior like one lady went to jail yeah because she was like aggressively (laughs) trying to find this person and make them her twin flame it's just one of them was a celebrity i don't remember who it was it was like there was a celebrity that was so stalked by somebody ryan gosling gets temporary restraining order Against alleged stalker claiming she's his twin soul. Stop. That was in 2014. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So scary because apparently now they're trying to like build a compound and like have people all move there. And like it's so scary. I feel so bad for those parents of those kids. (sighs) Scary. But I'm like, how do you believe in this fucking nonsense? I feel like I always sound so rude when I say it like this, but even like MLMs, cults, people Mm -hmm. who promise you that you're going to go viral if you buy their course, like (laughs) they know what they're preying on. They know how bad you want that thing. MLMs, they know how bad you want to be a stay-at-home mom. So they join mom Facebook groups and promote their shit in there. Oh, look how Mm -hmm. I became a full-time business owner. And it's like, you're not a fucking business owner. First of all, you just copy and paste shit that people send to you and then you ship out products that you don't even make. Literally, don't get me started on them. Nothing against people who are in them. I know some of them are very realistic ways to make some extra money, but usually you're being promised something that mm-hmm. isn't realistic. It's only which the I think at the you- top that are like making a lot of money. Right. Like you're spending right. more money than you're – they always are like, oh, you can make this much money, but first you have to buy $600 yeah. worth of stuff. And it's right. like, what? Like you- they don't just send you the product to – promote like you have to pay for shit and you have to pay to like, be I- at these places and pay to promote yourself and mm-hmm. you're like, summit more money you're literally spending more money that's why there's this one girl on tiktok Ugh, i feel like i've referenced so many people today and i just don't know their actual names i don't remember her exact name but she basically like tells her entire experience about being in an mlm and now just like stitches other people's videos to be like this is an mlm you're not a business owner. They're never taking you on that trip to Mexico. Like, yeah. <laughs> she literally is like debunking. It's like anti MLMs or something on YouTube. She's so funny though. But she literally reacts to her old Facebook videos. Like, she'll pull up her old Facebook oh, lives and be like, you know, I said, oh, I only needed one more order to get to go to the Vegas trip or whatever. And she was like, I wasn't going on the fucking Vegas trip. Like, she literally makes fun of herself for doing it. Yeah. And like, I can appreciate those people when you acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Hey, that might not have been the best decision financially yeah. for me to invest a shit ton of money into a business that I'm not getting anything back. What mm-hmm. I've just never understood is there's always been people when I had Facebook still who would be like, oh, if I get five more orders, I get to go on this cruise. And I'm like, why are you asking people to buy shit from you so that so you, think you can go on a cruise? Yeah. Like, it's so weird. It's so weird. 
I'm like, I get it, but I don't get it. I'll have to do a whole deep dive on MLMs at one point. Yes. But. Really should. Yeah, that was was a little catch up, pop culture. I know. Thanks for um, letting me brain dump all of my current fixations on you. Loved that. (laughs) Let us know how you feel about Matt Reif. Let us know how you feel about Sabrina Carpenter. Let us know if you're watching Squid Games. Or if you would go on it, let us know all of your thoughts, your feedback, your questions. We love you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.